0: With these events, the magic happens with just existing in a room with with that many people with a similar shared experience, and specifically that shared experience is often shunned or silenced or shamed in private lives and family lives. Like just existing with that many people for an afternoon, regardless what is being said or done or eaten, like it just is so powerful and it charges my batteries and I feel less crazy.
1: Welcome to the Face Transition Podcast. In this episode, I have the committee of Thrive Day for Women, gathered to share their thoughts on the event which happened about a month ago on April 2nd, 2022 at the UCCU Center in Orem, Utah. We have Lisa Hacking, Lindy Johnson, Chelsea Homer, Rebecca Sardakowski, and Meg Griffiths participating in the discussion today. I was privileged to be the MC at the event and enjoy the vibrant energy of women gathered to heal, be uplifted, and leave with new friends and practical tools to navigate the complexities of a phase transition. Jenny Martin is not represented in this audio, but she's also one of the masterminds behind this event. The Thrive Organization movement and events would not have happened without the financial support, time devotion, and vision of Jenny and Clint Martin. We are very grateful to both of them for leading this project. The event included many amazing keynote presenters listed in the notes. Natasha Helfer, mental health and sex therapist. Donna Kelly, attorney at law and women's rights advocate. Leah Young, coach and balance Living with Leah. Susie Benson, coach, speaker, facilitator, certified with the Brené Brown organization. Tiffany Rowe, clinical mental health counselor. We had Colette Dalton, a therapist who you can find on Instagram. Polly Shoke Mendoza, you can also find her on Instagram. Both of them had the Exploring the Rainbow class. We had Beyond the Word of Wisdom with Stephanie Purcell. You can find her on TikTok, at Not of Faith Crisis. She also recently had a Mormon Stories with her husband. Faith Erickson was also presenting Beyond the Word of Wisdom and you can find her on Instagram. For Bridging the Gap with Believing Families, we had Jenna Spangler, a coach at Symmetry Solutions, Katie Mount, host of Marriage on a Tight Rope. and you can also find her information in the notes. I hope you enjoy this episode where we discuss how this event went by. Welcome my friends to the Phase Transition Podcast. I'm excited to have you on to talk about our Thrive Day for Women event that just happened. And so we have Lisa Hacking, Lindy Johnson, Meg Griffith, Chelsea Homer, and Rebecca Peterson. Welcome, welcome. So In this podcast, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to go into your stories of, you know, how you related to the LDS church and all of that. But I do want you to introduce yourself just a little bit, see, you know, who you are, where you're from, kind of what's your status in life or uh, anything you want, you know, people to, to know about you. So I'll start with Lisa, Lisa Hacking. So tell us who you are and where you live and how you got involved with Thrive.
2: I'm Lisa Hacking. I live in Lake Point, Utah, near, very near the Great Salt Lake. And in 2019, when Clint and Jenny had gone on a cruise with John DeLynn, they had a great idea to get more people to come together and find friends that that was a link that was missing in the transition um, of leaving the Mormon church was how to find community after that. And so Clint and John came up with this great idea. And we had a huge event for our first event in November. And after that, I had this crazy idea of why can't we do one of these just for women? like, let's just do a little one just for women. And so we did that and had it all planned. And it was going to be super fun, because fun is my most number one goal of any event. It was all going great. We had it called Thrive Time for Women. And it was ready to go. And then COVID hit. But right before COVID, we got a cease and desist letter from the church because apparently you can't use time and women at the same time. So we were deciding whether to change the name, what to do, and then COVID hit and we shut the whole thing down. So two years later, we did it again in 2021 with just women, and that was in October of 2021. Then We decided that um, we needed to split them up because we wanted, we still had our big Thrive day, which was a huge event, but uh, we decided as a Thrive board that we would split them up and do the Thrive for women in the spring and the, the Thrive for everybody in the fall. And just based on women like to get together more than men, maybe? that we thought this was kind of a good idea. And so we came up with April 2nd to do a Thrive Day for Women again.
1: That is right. During conference, is there is there a relationship there with conference happening and the Thrive Day for Women happening at the same time?
2: There definitely is. And there are pros and cons to that of doing it on that day, we had some people say, uh, maybe it's not a good time because I need to be with my family and I would like to come. And other people say, thank you so much because this is a really hard weekend and having something to focus on besides what's going on at church headquarters is good for me. So pros and cons.
1: Awesome. 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 And tell, tell us what was your role in this last conference in the Thrive Committee? organizers
2: i was the mastermind that started the ball rolling for all these creative women that are going to speak today to do their thing
1: awesome awesome all right then we have lindy lindy johnson why don't you introduce yourself and then tell us you know what got you involved with thrive
3: Hi, yeah, I'm Lindy Johnson. I'm living in South Jordan, Utah. I've been here for the last couple of years. Um, We made the move about six months after we left the church. And if anybody's considering moving after having a faith transition, huge endorsement. It's really refreshing to have a reset on your location after a big change like that. But I got involved with Thrive um, shortly after John and Clint had the brainstorming session. Um, I had been working with John a little bit on some mini event planning stuff, and he asked if I wanted to be a part of this crazy idea to have community building experiences. And like Lisa articulated, there was, you know, a need there. And so, we, you know, I was involved with that um, big three-day conference that we had in June and then Thrive Day 2019. And then I was also involved with the Women's Day that uh, we had to put a halt on due to COVID. And so, yeah, I, you know, like everybody else during COVID kind of went into survival mode a little bit. I had a a not quite two-year-old, a preschooler and a kindergartner. So I took a very long needed sabbatical from the ex-Mormon community and event planning and kind of just took care of myself. And several months ago, I saw Lisa and uh, Natasha post a photo that they were super excited to be collaborating about a Women's Day. And I just was so excited to see that coming up and about again. And I just had to be a part of it because i Recognized that there was still a huge need in that space. And there was, and, and I get a lot of fulfillment out of doing event coordinating and, you know, helping people and communicating and all of that stuff. So I reached out to Lisa and I said, if you'll have me, I would love to be a part of it. And she so graciously accepted my, uh, request. So here I am
1: awesome awesome thank you so much lindy so so fun to have you and so glad you were part of the the committee chelsea we have superstar chelsea homer with us why don't you introduce yourself to the few who don't know you and (laughs) tell
0: us i don't know about superstar (laughs) i am chelsea homer i live in murray utah with my husband and two kids i have a four-year-old and a two-year-old And yeah, I've just been in the post-Mormon space uh, for four or five years. I love it here. (laughs) And I love um, the community building that happens here and the friendships. And so for Thrive, I um, had attended a few Thrive events before last year when Lisa reached out to me and asked if I would help with the Women's Thrive Day last year. So that was my first time participating on the committee for Thrive and It's so wonderful. And I love everybody on the committee. And it's, it's just been so fun to work with women who um, have been doing this longer than I have, and who um, are really great at networking and getting resources and support groups together. So yeah, that's how I got involved with RIDE. (laughs) Thank you. Thank
1: you, Chelsea. So glad you were able to make it. Let's go with Rebecca. Rebecca, tell us about you.
4: Hi guys, Rebecca Peterson. Let's see. I live in Idaho Falls, but I don't claim to really be part of this community. I've lived kind of all over the place and Japan was one of my favorites. I have six children. We had six kids in seven years. Of course, twins helped with that. Today's their 18th birthday. So I feel kind of old. (laughs) Cool. I know. Right. And I've been married to my amazing husband, Nathan, for 20 years. And He's such a great support and I just absolutely love him. And so with Thrive, my husband and I were asked to um, be Thrive leaders for Eastern Idaho a few years back. And so um, we just got done doing a Thrive conference for Idaho. And that was awesome. It was back in January. And then Lisa Lisa and I go back a few years And so I told her, I said, if you need help with this stuff, just let me know. I love doing it. It's totally something I've been doing for years through the church and not. And so she called me up and she said, you can say no, but if you would like to be involved in this, I'd appreciate that. And I said, "Uh, yes. And so it was um, amazing experience to work with amazing women. I feel so privileged to work with each and every one of them because they bring so much good to this and and I hope for many more years of this and to bring thrive to so many women that need it to help reclaim their lives and to build friendship and community
1: thank you thank you Rebecca yes it was awesome to have you and work with you and you are amazing uh Meg tell us about you
5: Hey, I'm Meg Griffiths. Um, I'm originally from Michigan. I live in Utah County. I've been here for the last almost 12 years on and off, but mostly on. I got involved mostly because and and I've been kind of like dabbling in and out of different Thrive events and going to potlucks and different things that they've put on. And um, I am single and I wanted kind of just some way to go be with people who are in the same phase of life without the pressure of marriage, which was how a YSA ward sometimes felt. And so I just got linked up with another person who was in this similar stage of life as me. And we started Singles Thrive, which is just a different arm and division of Thrive. And so we started running that um, October of 2021 and our events have gotten bigger and bigger. And so since I was just like, involved with these events. Um, I've since gotten involved with facilitating, um, support group for faith transition stuff. And I was asked to be on this committee, which I'm so honored about, um, just to help plan this thrive day for women. And I went to the last one and it was so wonderful. And I just know there's such a need to be supported and to have community. And so I'm just so grateful to be a part of it
1: thank you i'm so glad you are a part of it it's been it's been a joy getting to know you and how fun you are and i'm so glad that you were like the leader for the the young adults and i think there are many out there who need to hear about it and we're going to need to figure out a way uh to do that Uh, you know singles who want to get together with you know people their age and
5: i'll say too, all so because it's not a dating focus group it's not just young adults it's 18-plus. it's I-
1: 18 plus. Okay. (laughs) We we need to emphasize it's not a dating group. It's about having fun as singles and doing, you know, stuff that singles do. So (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. So what we'll do now is we will go back around and maybe take a couple of minutes, whatever insights you got from the day uh, that served you or what you observed among the people, if you'd be willing to, to share this. Let's go back with um, Lisa. Why don't you start? I'll just do the same round so that it can get thinking.
2: So for me, the biggest um, takeaway and the the biggest probably excitement um, thrill for me is I kind of thought I had this all figured out and like like the faith transition and I was doing really well. And I received so many practical mental health skills that I will now be able to take in my life and use for me, who's been out seven years and thought I was doing great, which I am, but so many more um, skills that I'll just be able to be live life better because of the practical mental health stuff that we learned throughout the day
1: yes amazing what about the people what did you observe like as you were kind of feeling the room
2: so so I went I was hunting for friends for my daughter-in-law in Syracuse so I went from table to table to table to like are you from Syracuse are you from Syracuse and um the connections that the people at the tables that People were talking maybe for the first time about their stuff and listening to other people. Those connections were happening all over the place. And as they moved around throughout the day to breakouts, to back to tables, all over, like those connections were happening all over. It's
3: amazing. That's what people need.
1: Yes, yes, I saw that. Lindy.
3: I I actually kind of need to echo what Lisa first said about the practical advice, tips, resources, the presentations that were given. I haven't been out seven years, but I have been out almost five. And I am in a little bit different stage of life than Lisa. I've got little kids at home and I still feel like there was so much information that I really like internalized and felt like I could use That information to be a better mom, to be a better human, to be a better coworker, to be a better neighbor to um, the people in my area who are still believing. And I just, yeah, I honestly was taken aback multiple times. I was like, wow, I've been, I really just, I needed to hear that, and I came off the day just feeling like this high and. Um, Funny enough, I had actually talked about this with Rebecca a little bit the day after um, that I remember going to, you know, like EFY and girls camp and youth conference and like all of these, you know, organized events that the church put on and just coming home and just feeling like the spirit was like burning inside of me and just wanting that feeling to last forever. And I remember my mom at one point saying, well, you know, that's the spirit. And if you, you know, just keep living the way that they talked about at those conferences, you'll be able to take that feeling with you always. And so I always made this connection with that feeling with the spirit. And I just, now, having gone through a faith transition and recognizing that I don't have the spirit anymore, I still can feel that elevated emotion and all the positivity that came from the event. And um, I loved um, the classes. Um, I think the I think having Leah Young there as a, you know as a life coach and a specialist on, conscious communication and conscious parenting that that was amazing and i i just really cannot reiterate enough like how phenomenal it is that we had all of the presenters that we have at the caliber that we had they're all therapists life coaches they're professionals they're experts in their field um, and we also had, you know, people who were not certified life coaches that had so much to offer. And I just, yeah, I, I'm just so taken aback at the quality and the level of professionalism that we had in our speakers and what that does for the, you know, cause anybody can give advice, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that advice is you know, good advice, or if that advice is applicable to anybody in any one stage. And I just felt like there was something there for everyone, no matter where they are at in, in their life, in their faith journey, non-binary, queer, straight, whatever. It just, we had, we had something there for everybody. And I just loved that.
1: Thank you. Yes. i just echo that. All of it um, was amazing. Amazing. I I did see at one point that we we got therapy or like mental health, you know, professionals service servicing us. And that, that would have cost, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, considering the people in the room, you know, the fact that they paid $40 for a whole day, 10 to six including meal just nothing at all just
3: oh and I don't, the food oh my gosh that and the food was, was really good, so good. The food was so good. And, and i and i, I, and I don't that. even know i
1: haven't even asked the question if you know the Martins have even made up for what they, they spent on that I'm, I'm guessing a loss on there but that that just again shows you know the, the heart that they they have to, to put in it Yes, I wanted. I do. I did want to say that Lindy. Like, first of all, you know, I don't have the spirit anymore. It's like we just decided to call it something different because that feeling of the spirit is just a universal feeling of connection. And and so, it, for me, I I just dropped a lot of the language that we were raised with and and gave a new meaning to it. But that's exactly that. Like what we all felt and what what the whole world feels when when there is connection between people, between us and nature, between, you know, us and things. It's it's just a universal feeling that we can tap into at any time. And that was definitely enhanced uh, during that conference because we were we were vibing on the same, you know, wavelength or whatever. And so it's just amplified. And I love that we are making, at least I try to make very clear that... No religion, no faith. No matter where, no matter what, has a monopoly on that. And and the way religion tried to hijack that feeling. It's like no, we are humans, and we are, you know, inherently, you know, we we have access to that. So I love how you you brought that up. Let's see, uh, Chelsea, do you want to go ahead and tell us what you took out, took away from the the things that stood out to you?
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, with these events, the magic happens with just existing in a room with with that many people with a similar shared experience. And specifically, that shared experience is often shunned or silenced or shamed in private lives and family lives. Like just existing with that many people for an afternoon, regardless what is being said or done or Eaten, like it just is so powerful and it charges my batteries and I feel less crazy because sometimes living in Utah, it, it can feel really um, isolating. And even being super involved in the post Mormon space, it still can feel really lonely. And so just the validation and it just feels like Lindy, you, you know, just that high afterwards is just so appreciated So there's that. Um, I also really loved, um, in contrast to last year's, we had breakout sessions this year, and I thought the breakout sessions were phenomenal. I went to two, exploring the rainbow spectrum and bridging the gap with believing family members. And both, I walked away from both of those sessions just, I don't know, I was like really emotional in one of them, and I was just like really caught off guard because. Just some of the things that they were saying, and maybe it was the way that they were phrasing it, like it landed differently than it has before. And, and in both, I was thinking about these breakout sessions, both of them, they had the personal lived experiences coupled with um, a therapist or clinical research backing it up. And the two paired together are just beautiful. Like it just, I don't know, it resonated so well. And everybody like wanted the breakout sessions to last longer. We both of them, we had to be like, okay, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go one more question. And then like five more people would raise their hand, one more question. So it seemed like other people really enjoyed those breakout sessions too. So I thought the, the layout of the day was, was really awesome.
1: Anyone wants to say something to that? I see a lot of head nodding <laughs> about that.
3: No, yeah, I, agree. I, I moderated two sessions, um, on the, on the opposite end of the event center. So actually just the two opposite classes that Chelsea just mentioned. So we had a conscious parenting class and then we had a beyond the word of wisdom class and both of those same thing. It's like, I could just feel that the women that were in that room would have loved for those classes to have gone on longer, which really just reiterates to me that there's just still a need for this, for this content and for this space. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Yes, yes. And um, I have to echo that, but I want to hear you. Let's go with Rebecca. I see you have your, your mic off. <laughs> I'm going to go straight to you. <laughs> Hello.
4: Okay. So I've done a lot of women's conferences in the back, uh, in the past and one of them was, well, a few years I would do the ones in Hong Kong. And so we would have women from the Mormon church from all over Asia and some parts of Europe that would come and we would he- have out like a breakout session, stuff like that. But let me just tell you the difference between what we did this um, past weekend to the ones I, we would do in Hong Kong is that the message I would always receive was read your scriptures say your prayers, go to the temple, serve, 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 serve. And for me, I dealt with a lot of postpartum depression after my babies. And yeah, it was uplifting for a little bit, but really it was the same stuff I always heard. I never heard anything of like how I can help myself or what resources I have um, are out there to help me. And so I know a lot of you guys probably felt the same way when having all these children and stuff like, it was kind of like yeah. the, the same old stuff. And so, cause you did, you felt so much shame and guilt and I never asked for help. I never asked to see a therapist. I never asked to be put on medication, like nothing to help with my postpartum depression. And it was so severe when I lived in Japan. And so the thing that I really appreciate about Thrive Women's Day is that we have these specialists that come in and it costs forty dollars with lunch, and you get free advice, and you have resources that are right there at your fingertips to go to to help you with these things. How amazing is that? That uh, for women that we can do that. So I felt really lucky that we had that, and I learned so much, especially from like Tiffany Rowe. Oh my gosh, like I've never heard of her before until the conference, and then I sat there and just listened, and I was like, I want so much more of her. I like ate her up, and of course. All of our speakers were absolutely amazing. And the breakout sessions were so great. And I just felt to be there with these women that we had so much in common and ones that we didn't have anything in common with, but we were there all seeking guidance and help for us to um, do better in our lives. And I just thought that was pretty amazing.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Rebecca.
4: And we echo that. the only thing I would add to the end of this is the friendships that you uh, make while going to these are absolutely amazing. Yeah. So these are friends that I will have life and yes. they're people that I can depend on and can understand what I've gone through. So, yes, I love that especially with all of you. Like I love every single one of you so so much and it's just amazing. <laughs>
1: it is it is yes and it makes me so happy because that is one of the goals of thrive is for people to come if if anything you know um i mean it's all super important but i i will venture to say that the most important thing is that they connect with at least one person there and they've they go out not feeling alone anymore and if it's more the better that is definitely life-changing you know that moment you know you're not alone makes all the difference it makes all the difference whether it's one person or more it makes all the difference so uh (laughs) meg tell us what was what were some of your favorites
5: yeah so i've been thinking about the whole thrive day for women and when it comes down to it like how i would describe the day and the feeling of the day and i wrote down a few notes and i just I think what I felt and what I noticed, the people around me, that everyone, not everyone, but hopefully everyone, but what we were feeling was seen. I feel like we were feeling seen. I feel like we were feeling connected. I feel like we were feeling accepted no matter where we were at with our journey. I feel like hopefully we also felt educated because we were learning new skills and learning new tools and um, having new mindsets and exploring new territory And I hope probably the root of all of this, I hope that we felt loved and lovable. And that's really when it comes down to it. And I'm thinking about the feelings and the emotions of the day. I think that's what it comes down to it for me. I keep hearing this kind of phrase in the post-Mormon world of, you know, you're not crazy and you're not alone. And I think Thrive Day for Women was a perfect example of getting together with so many strong and beautiful women and genderqueer people and just noticing that we're in this together and that you can do your journey your way and that you have support. And that's been so important for me personally. And I just, especially seeing people who are more freshly experiencing faith transition and how essential it is to get connected and to, you know, go to an event where it does uplift you and you feel better and more able to kind of go forward with more skills and more people that you can chat with. I think, um, so the whole day I felt like I was just like learning the whole day and, and meeting some people and I think that's partially because I'm so extroverted but I also went to the pre-party the mix and Mingle the night before and the karaoke after party and um, a couple other events where there were other people just related to the thrive uh, day for women and it was a blast and we're messaging on Facebook and I've started a couple more called polo group groups and I have things to look forward to because I went to this day trying to be open to meeting people and making connection and maybe figuring out something that I haven't figured out yet in this space. And I think just having all of those professionals and the experts, coaches and therapists to give us these new skills and tools to enjoy this sound bath, right? And just how good that felt and to have just new things that, You can be exposed to, but you don't have to take, but you can, if you want. And that ability to choose for yourself, that autonomy is just powerful and was powerful for me. Um, And I'm just super grateful that uh, I think a lot of us were feeling those things.
1: Yes, I think the the feeling is so mutual. And that's I think that that's what makes it so much more powerful is that it's all amplified, like all the things that you know, you each individually felt and everyone felt and, and it's accidentally in unison, we all came together. I can't remember who said it, but yes, going to these different classes. I went, I sat down in a parenting class. I'm like, I have teens and I have kids and I can definitely improve in my communication and so many different things. Even though, you know, like some of you here, it's been a while since I've been out. There are still little things. And somebody said it also during the conference that it is a lifelong journey. Like we're never fully done. I mean, we some of us have been there for decades. Uh it's not like it you undo this in just a few years, like some of the things that we don't want. And having all of these tools from the therapist to help us on this journey to, to get better and better, you know, on ourselves, our core values, and all of that, it was just wonderful. Just like you, Chelsea, like sitting in that, in the LGBTQ class, it was so many feelings I had. I had this huge ball in my stomach. It wasn't. It, it was. I don't. I can I don't. I can't even. I don't even know how to describe it. And I want to unpack that. But most important, you know, it, it's love and acceptance, and and you know, making sure that everybody feels that way. I'm glad we had a couple of trans people who joined us and and had a great time. I hadn't really interacted in person with you know many trans people, so it, for me it was something new, and I could learn something, and just loved it. Um, I will put in the notes all of our speakers who attended. i so, so grateful for all of the presenter. Uh, Natasha did an amazing job again with her sex class, which we all need all the time, just getting to know you know, ourselves and and our power. Susie Benson, with her experience and just sharing of herself for the first time, she's trained with Bernie Brown, yet it was the first time she actually shared her own story. That was really touching to me too. Uh, And of course, Tiffany Rowe is is just a rock star and and has a way of um, including everyone, no matter where they come from, to, you know, wanting to get help and. The bass sound was you know somewhat new for me having that in a big group was something very different and and amazing um all of them you know the the ones you know in in the smaller classes I'm, I'm forgetting people here but so grateful like the the class on the word of wisdom was so amazing you know going from you know tea and coffee to like all the different drugs and they prepared these presenters researched, prepared did not come and just throw uh, any type of knowledge out there, uh, they were very well researched, and and I really appreciated that. Thank you all for coming this morning and sharing your experience with the Thrive Day for Women this year. I am looking forward to having more of those and participating. You know, wherever I can. What what makes me want to do it again is really seeing the joy, the peace, the the uplift that we give these women who oftentimes feel so alone so thank you i felt honored and privileged to be among you all and uh, we'll be in touch thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of the Face Transition Podcast. I forgot to mention Dana Parker, who gave us an amazing sound bath the day of the event. You can find out more about her. She's in the show notes and everything she does. That was amazing. Make sure to click on every one of the names so that you can find out more about all these wonderful presenters and speakers, support them in their work and see how they can support you. As I always say, life has amazing things in store for those who do not give up. I am your host, Juliana, and I will see you next time.